What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Small World Show. <laughs> right now. The show where I interview all the amazing people who I meet. And today is a special episode for a lot of reasons. First of all, we have the first return guest. I feel honored. Mel Sweeney. <laughs> and we also have a lot of fucking bullshit going on. We have a lot of bullshit. A lot of bullshit. Um, I don't even know where to start, actually. Yeah, I don't even fucking know. Like, so I'll start by just saying like where we are right now. Yeah. And then we'll go from there. Yeah, start from there. So we're in the ghetto. <laughs> can I say that? You can say that. It's not. <laughs> it's it's not the nicest place. We'll, we'll, say, we'll put it like that. Okay, we're. I'll just start by saying like right now when we're we're recording this. We are in Jamaica, Queens, um, at a two-star hotel. <laughs> yes, we are in Jamaica, Queens, New York. Wait, is Queens a borough? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... Well, is Queens a borough? Well, that's why I fucking asked. I don't fucking know. I thought Queens was, like, part of fucking Brooklyn. But, no, it's it's, a, it's its own borough, right? Yes, okay. very much so. So we're in New York, and we're in a shitty part of New York, and right now we really should have been in Mexico. We should be in Mexico City right now. Yeah. We should have been in Mexico City like thirty-six yes, hours yeah. ago. Yeah. But through a series of fucking shitty events, we are not. We're still in New York, and we're actually supposed to be on a flight now too. But let's let's start it from the beginning. Let's start I guess. at the beginning. The biggest storm of the year decided to hit New York City yeah. um, the the day that we were supposed to fly out. Right. So we specifically chose like this flight because it was a direct flight. It was in the morning at the perfect time on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. We I wouldn't have to worry about you know work and stuff. And we we're like let's 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 just bite the bullet, get this you know flight that's a little bit more expensive than usual. Right. Fuck it. Let's let's go Delta. Whatever. Um, the flight messed everything up. Everything was canceled. No flights were taking off out of New York City for, like, a solid 36 hours. Right. No, seriously, like, right now, like Mel says, it's fucking... I think it's... It's 11.50 in the evening on a Sunday. We were supposed to take off at, like... 8 a.m. on a Saturday. Right, So exactly. So we were supposed to take off, like... A way day, long ago <laughs> a day and a half ago yeah. but this fucking storm of the century has to come through it's like a blizzard there's like a foot and a half of snow on the ground everywhere in new york city and of course like all the flights have been canceled so that's all that's how our weekend like started <laughs> and it really set the tone because i'll just start from like my side of things so you're in staten island yeah I had to, like, get to you, and taking an Uber there, like, all these Ubers were canceling, like, it was, because of the weather, like, it was just a fucking hassle, and we were supposed to have this big party with, like, your friends at your place, but, like, that was canceled because then, like, nobody could come because of the weather, 
and like so that was canceled and like we couldn't we didn't even end up leaving that day anyway so nobody came i felt like we were like having like a goodbye party when i wasn't even leaving that day literally yeah (laughs) i don't know it was weird um when i saw that it was canceled i was like all right fuck it like i'll just have one more fun night in new york city whatever so like i went out had fun got to say goodbye to some people it was a vibe but but then you know we realized we had to do some packing and yeah you went out and had fun (laughs) when you should have been packing no i'm kidding it wouldn't have made a difference anyway because like i feel like you needed my help to pack honestly i did i think that's like why i was like subconsciously waiting yeah i was like i know that he's a packing guru why did I become a packing guru? Oh my god. When you made that video. <laughs> that's when we knew yeah, your that's special true. skills. <laughs> there was a video out there of me like packing like <laughs> so efficiently. Like I made like a time lapse, like spe- sped up video of me like packing my bag. And yeah, I feel like I might have hyped myself up a little no, bit. No, you are a packing guru. <laughs> I, like, told Mel which bag to buy, like, told her to buy these, like, packing cubes, which, like, compress your clothes. Like, the packing started out, like, pretty straightforward. I brought down a few piles, and I was like, all right, you know, here's the compression cubes. We're gonna put all my shirts here, do whatever. And then I'm just, like, throwing random, like, clothes down the steps. I'm like, all right, I need to pack this, too. I need to pack this, too. Next thing you know, I have, like, eight dresses. And I'm like, I can't leave without these like random ass fucking dresses that i'm probably never gonna wear <laughs> you had so much shit and then i'm like okay you got your socks you're like oh no like go, i'm like go get your socks right now and then like you're like, you got your water bottle oh go get it now like i like started like barking like commands at you like go get this go get that you're like going up and down the stairs i'm like have my computer out in front of me like um, it's like a Google this, document need, list of what to pack. Like, you need this, you need that. You're like, oh, great idea. I'm like, did you not think of this? It's like, socks. Oh, that's a great idea. Like, did you not think of bringing socks? I literally had no socks back. I'm like, oh, do you have like your like, like basic items? And you're like, what would I do without you? I'm like, you didn't remember to bring a water bottle or some shit like this? The thing is, like, all of the things he mentioned, like, I would have remembered, but last no, minute. Right, right, right. It would have been, like, I'm, the last ten minutes when right. I was running out the door. I would have been, oh, no, I need a water bottle. I oh, trust me. It would have we, been like we that. Were still, like, we were still running out the door last ten minutes. <laughs> oh, you brought your sweatpants. Take this COVID <laughs> test. Like, take take this. Take My that. mom like, how do I was stressing f- us the fuck out. Yeah, she was trying guys, to be helpful, but she was not. Everybody in that <laughs> house, like, the whole Sweeney house was, like, stressing me. I was, like... I I was like, oh my god, it was so stressful. So yeah, that's like the next stressful thing that happened was we we had a day full of packing, which was going well, but then like we were kind of like running up against time. Like we had to catch an Uber to be at the airport at a certain time. And like, then like you were coming back from the pharmacy, like to get some last minute toiletries and things. Yeah. And then we, we would have been fine, but we got the Uber and it's like, oh, it's four minutes away. We're like, sweet. Like, the airport's 35 minutes from my house. Right. We're fine. Then it's like, no, it's eight minutes away. No. Like what? It's another eight minutes away. 
then it's so, like 12 minutes away like it's going up yeah so like it it didn't get there in time the uber that was supposed to be four minutes was actually like honestly probably over 20 minutes right like all together yeah it, it yeah it was supposed to be there in literally five minutes and then it ends up being like it literally took fucking 20 minutes to get there yeah so that was like the first kind of like mishap of like us going to get to the airport and yeah that was like the first kind of step and of then it. that was also added more stress because then and initially you're like oh i only have five minutes like okay fuck it like let's whatever like let's go like forget the sweatpants <laughs> and then it becomes like oh but it's 15 minutes so then you're like oh but i can take the sweatpants and then like you and your sister were and my fighting. little sister was making me feel so guilty but she literally has 25 pairs of sweatpants I don't really wear sweatpants that much. However, I know I'm probably going to need them during this trip, you know? So I'm like, yeah. let me just bring one pair. And she brings me up to her room and opens this, like, little drawer of, like, all of these folded up perfectly sweatpants. And I'm like, okay, like, which pair could I have? And she's pointing to, like, the, sh- like, the worst sweatpants ever. She's like, just take these. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, no, not, not those ones. Like, any other pair. She just gave me, like, like an XL champion sweatpants. <laughs> I'm like, why do you even have these? Like, <laughs> so Gen Z thing to have. I know. So anyways, like, whatever. Like, she gives me some, like, whatever pair of sweatpants. The Uber gets there. <laughs> and then Andrew gets into the Uber first. Oh, I forgot about this, what you're about to say. <laughs> so then I, I put on my... 50 pound backpack it's literally 50 pounds we waited at the airport yeah so i put on this 50 pound backpack and my dad's just like laughing at me he's like ha ha i told you to get a bag with wheels like ha 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 whenever your back is sore think of me ha 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 whatever so i'm like all right bye guys say goodbye to my parents and i'm walking in the uber and my brand new hiking boots um decide to to fuck me over and the laces got caught on each other somehow somehow and I I went I tilted over and I literally just like went straight into the snow and face planted and my mom starts like crying laughing and she's like (laughs) (laughs) she's like halfway like like how are you going like across the world right now when you can't even walk across the driveway you couldn't even get like (laughs) 10 feet from your front door you fucking ate shit. I walked outside and went straight vertical like, up to the oh ground. Oh my god. <laughs> you, nah, I I wish so hard that I was able to see that because like, <laughs> meanwhile, I was like, the Uber had pulled up and I was like, super stressed, like high blood pressure. I was like talking to the Uber driver like, oh, oh thank you so much. Like, we're, we're almost ready. Like, she's just coming right now. And then, like... And my face is in the snow at that point. I saw you, like, getting up, like, brushing snow off your pants. Like, you look... You, like, snow everywhere all over you. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, like, just get in. I was like, okay, just come on, come on. Like, get in. Get but at in that now. point where you're like, I chose to travel with the wrong person. I was thinking that already all day. Like, Oh, no. my God, were you really? No, I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. you could be honest. <laughs> no, I'm talking shit. Yeah. I was like... Oh my god. You were and, like, who is this bitch? And still, still, the day was just getting started. <laughs> like, that was fucking nothing compared to the shit that, that like, what was about to go down. 
But at that moment, I was like, okay, it's fine. Like, we got out of the door. Like, finally, you know, we escaped this, like, hectic family environment. <laughs> packed both our bags fully. We have everything. We, we were on the way. We're on the way. Phone, wallet, passports, everything's in our bags. Bags are here. We're on the way. Um, and, you know, maybe I would have liked to be on the way an hour earlier. But, hey, we're on the way. And, like, we're going to be fine. So we thought. <laughs> so, okay, usually I, I'm not the type of person that gets to the airport like three hours in advance. I think, you know, two hours is enough. And right. It, every other time has been enough. And it would have been, right? But Normally it would have been. Any other time it would have been. Yeah. So, honestly, even if we got there three hours, I still don't think it would have been enough time like to go through that rebooking line. Um, Literally no amount of extra time could have saved no, have. the bullshit that occurred today. So so we get to the airport. We have the Uber driver drop us off at Terminal 2 for Delta Airlines. And next thing you know, the terminal is completely closed. Every flight leaving out of that terminal has been rerouted to Terminal 4, uh, which is not walking distance. The first Bars, shuttle that bar. we were running to get on filled up and left. They literally closed the door on somebody's hand. Yeah. Like, get so the fuck aggressive. out. People were, like, swarming this bus. To the get whole to... energy at the airport was chaos. Was horrible energy. Yeah, horrible. S- horrible. It Everybody wasn't like was anyone was excited to travel. It was like everyone stressed, was pissed off. Pissed, yeah. can- your flight's canceled, your flight's delayed, you're been blah, 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 blah. Horrible. It was like, they were still dealing with the repercussions of, like, the storm and all right. the canceled flights. And everybody's flight that got canceled all weekend was at the airport. The storm ruined out. everything. It was like a shockwave. Like, like the after effects were still being felt even like the day that we were there because people were scrambling to get to their new flights and then their new flights weren't working and just fuck, just so much fuckery. Yeah, no, it was a shit show. Um, so, so we're like, honestly, we're not going to wait for the next shuttle because uh, one, it's freezing outside. Two, we need to, we need to make it there We need time. to move quick because at this point it was like our flight's about to take off in an hour and a half. Like, no, we still, we still have... 145 at that point okay but like getting down and like you know we just we went to the terminal and the guy says this terminal is closed y'all gotta go to terminal four like okay so we're stress levels rising it's rising a bit yeah so we're like let's just let's just find the the next taxi that we see and we'll we'll hop in the taxi and they'll take us to the terminal right so we you know call down this taxi we get in and this random guy is like guys can i get in and right. he honestly had the best energy that we had encountered that day. Yeah, he was a nice guy. He gets in the cab and he's like, "It's on me, guys." Like the cab's <laughs> on me, guys. I'm paying. Like he was like, "You're doing me a favor by flagging this down." He was like an older guy, like not old, but like you know, middle aged guy. He had like a, a very nice vocabulary. Yeah, you know? he yeah, because we were. He was like, "So where are you guys going?" We're like, "Oh, we're we're gonna do a big trip around Latin America." And he was like, yeah. "Oh, well, this is an inauspicious start to your trip." <laughs> and I was like. Yeah. You remember that quote, and I was like, nice memory. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, bro. But yeah, the, no, he was cool. Um, but the taxi ride, though... Was not. <laughs> oh, my God. So, we're in Terminal 2, right? We're already at the airport. All we need to do is go down the road to Terminal 4. It's like a five-minute drive, if that. This man, this taxi driver, he, first of all, like... And bear, to be fair, the hotel was a jungle. Or, excuse me, the, the airport was a jungle. Like... Literal jungle. Cars, people everywhere, chaos. Fl- like, people are trying to do shit, you know, make their connections, flights being canceled, whatever. 
This guy, I don't even know how to describe the, what the taxi driver did. He I feel did, like he forgot what he was doing. Because he's driving on the highway, and then it's like he sees the exit at the last minute, like, <laughs> and he literally cuts across, like, he drove, he drove over these, like, rubber orange cones, like he said. Twice. Fuck it. And twice. he did that twice. He was like, guys, I'm losing my mind today. What's going on? And, like, he, he was like... I mean, this man, like, you, they don't teach you this shit in driving school. No, and we were like, yeah, it was funny the first time. But when he did that twice, we, we were like, are we in danger? <laughs> yeah, it was like, this guy was going crazy. Like, he drove over the median twice. Like, once, if you miss the exit and you kind of have to backtrack a little bit, like, it happens, whatever. But he literally did it twice in the span of, like, a seven-minute <laughs> taxi ride. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, you would think that the, the people, like... You know, who, you think airport taxi drivers are kind of experts in that area, but right, they weren't. But as crazy and hectic as of a seven-minute ride as it was, we did get to <laughs> Terminal Four, mm-hmm. where our Uber was initially taking us. But since our flight was taking off from Terminal Two, we said stop here, <laughs> only to find out that Terminal Two was closed. So we had to go to Terminal Four in the in the first place. So anyway, took the taxi and we got to Terminal Four. And then the next fucking... So then we're trying to find out, you know, where to check in for Delta. And we're like... (laughs) At first, we went on the line for Mexico City. But then we're like, oh, we have a connecting flight. So so we actually had to go to the domestic part. Right. uh, Because we were going to Chicago first. So we're waiting online and, you know, we're holding our bags. And we kind of, like, had this sense of relief when we were, like at the front of the line and we were like honestly today was kind of hectic but like we made it we made it right like we're about to work chill that's how we felt we we're like we're checking in right now like we're doing this um everything was all good and then andrew uh you know checks in first we're together and he puts his uh bag down they put the baggage tag on it they send it out right away um, they look at his passport, everything's all good, he's all set, gets his boarding pass. Mm-hmm. And I was assuming my situation would go just as smoothly, so I put my bag down, I'm all ready, and then as soon as, like, the, um, the Delta employee looks at my, my passport and types it in, he's like, oh, there's a bit of an issue, and I could tell at that point by the look in his eyes that, like, I, I wasn't getting on that flight for some yeah. reason. Like, the, he looked at me and he's like, that is not happening there's a problem with your reservation or something like there's something's not coming up you could tell that like he wasn't seeing some shit in the system yeah so he's like turns out andrew's flight when it got canceled because of the snowstorm was automatically rebooked Mm -hmm. so i had assumed that i was going on the same flight as him like, I, I don't know. I just assumed mine was automatically rebooked as well. Right. I wasn't seeing the text and stuff, but you kept on saying you were getting... Like, now that we're thinking about it, like, you were getting the text. Yeah. And I was like, Andrew, any updates on the flight? Because I didn't get any. Yeah. But whatever. I just assumed. And he's like, oh, yours wasn't rebooked. There's an issue with the booking, blah, blah, blah. Something I couldn't have foreseen. And they're like, the only way to fix this is to go downstairs to the rebooking kiosk, which was a whole other line we had to wait on. Right. Which took an right. hour. Every time we're going to a new desk, there's a new line. We're standing in these lines. And bear in mind, this ho- this airport is full of people who are, like, in the same boat. Like, 
Everyone's uh, pissed off. Everyone's pissed. Everyone has a cancellation to deal with or a delay to deal with. Every, there's lines stacking up. Mm-hmm. And so I was checked in. My bag was checked and you weren't. You didn't even have like a reservation that he could find. So. I like assumed that I would for some reason. Well, yeah, as so did we. We both. I mean, or we both. So do you did, think like, if I told you like, oh, the flight's leaving at seven thirty, would you have assumed the same thing? Yeah, I mean, totally. Like, I, I, I don't know. I just assumed that like they would have rebooked you on the same one because I didn't. Like when the initial flight got canceled because of the snowstorm. I got the text for that. I didn't do anything. Like, they yeah. automatically... I didn't go into... So I just assumed that they would do the same thing. Right. And, like, I was getting, like, messages saying that it was canceled with, like, links. Mm. But n- nothing, like, actionable. Right. You know? So, I don't know. I just assumed that you clicked... Like, I don't know. You saw where the flights... Like, you... I just assumed that it was, like, a unified solution. Like, it did... For yeah, every passenger same. Me from too, Me too. You know? I, I just figured it would be that way. So... But the long, the the long and short of it is that like, I was checked in, I on the flight. My bag was checked for that flight. I was basically good to go on that flight, but Mel wasn't. So now it's like, okay, let's try and run down and rebook and get you on that flight, get Mel on that flight, which yeah. is about to take off at this point in like, forty five minutes, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, it like at the point that we were standing in the line for the rebooking desk. With, like, ten people in front of us, like, we were, like... And it was going so slow, because everyone online was, like, you know, they all had this whole issue. That they had, like, it, you're not going to be at the rebooking kiosk if you don't have this long issue to figure out. Right, so right. every person took at least 20 minutes. And it was, like, then when we were standing in that line, we, we kind of realized, like, okay, well, like, we're not going to make this flight, so... Then I'm thinking, but fuck, my bag is already going to be on that flight. So, because I checked it. So then I remember what happened was I ran back up. Um, Or no, I ran to the baggage desk and I was like, can you get my bag back? Like, I'm not going to make that flight. And can they were you? like, I don't know. And they were like, it's going. Like, it's going to Chicago. <laughs> like, there's nothing you can do, bud. It's going to Chicago. So now I'm thinking, fuck. My bag's going to Chicago, where my bag is currently in Chicago as of the time of this recording, by the way, and I'm in New York. Yeah. And I'm going to Atlanta tomorrow. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, that story to be continued, but... The bag, we'll, we'll give an update on We'll give an update on Andrew's luggage. Yeah. Mel still has hers. But, the, anyway, the, whole, the, long, the long story, or the, the moral of that story was, I couldn't get my bag back. Although I did try, like, then, th- at, at one point, we were like, well, your bag's going on, like, you should just go on that flight, Andrew. So I, I went to security, or I was like, I tried to go through security, and the, literally, the guy was like, bro, the line's two hours. Like, there was a mass of people. It was like, crazy. This, it, the airport was the worst I've ever seen in my life. This is and the worst airport experience I've ever had in my whole life. Same. And I, I've been on probably, like... Over 100 flights. Same. I've probably flown at least 100 times. And, like, this was the worst. The worst. So, I lost my bag. Like, my bag got sent on to Chicago. And then I was like, fuck it. There's nothing I can do. So, I went back and met back up with Mel at the rebooking. Where we were for, like, probably an hour, maybe. 45 minutes. Talking to the... Talking to the agent. Yeah. So, the agent there was, like, she was really nice. and She was very nice. She was trying to figure out, like, the best possible solution for us to 
just get to Mexico as soon as possible. And it turned out that all of the direct flights, which, mind you, was the only reason we booked Delta in the first place. Right. All of those for the next few days were canceled. So she... The, the, the flight that she found was a flight from LaGuardia, which was a different airport, leaving tomorrow morning and stopping over in Georgia and then getting to Mexico by the afternoon. And we were like, yeah. fuck it, like, we'll take that. So, so at that point, you know, we just wanted to call and figure out Andrew's bag situation, which yeah. still hasn't really happened. There's like a long hold. Um, we check into this hotel that I booked. I just... Literally, like, Googled, like, hotels near me. I didn't realize that the airport is located in the sketchiest area of freaking yeah. New York, Jamaica, Queens. Like, look it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so it was really funny, though, because at this point, we're like, we just want to, like, check into this hotel. And right. Just... We just, any bed, anywhere with a bed and a roof. Yeah. So we check into this hotel, and... The guy at the front desk is like anything but hospitable and comforting. He's like, I don't see your reservation. He was so rude. And it turned out that their their system was very outdated. So I, I made the reservation like 20 minutes prior, but we had to wait 30. So we're in the lobby. I'm like, look, I paid for it. I booked it. And he's like waiting. And then there's this guy. Yeah. There's this guy in an orange jumpsuit, like a literal orange jumpsuit he looked like he around. had escaped from prison no like literally looked like he just came from Rikers Island yeah, like I'm he, like, he I was wearing be like a one piece all so like like maybe he did like a nylon <laughs> orange and black like one body piece yeah like with a freaking like I don't know he just looked nuts and he's running around the lobby like kicking the vending machine and yeah, yeah. we're trying to figure out our you know, accommodation, our, our roof over our head for the night. Next thing you know, he like kicks it one way and there's just chips all over. No, what over. he was doing is he went like this. <laughs> he, like it was stuck. Like he had, he had bought a bag of chips. Um, and like it was, you know how when, sometimes when a vending machine, like it kind of gets stuck. Like so he was it, trying to get So it he was kicking it and like trying to get the chips down, right? So he finally does. But then like, bro. The chips are, like, coming out. He reaches in, like... I, I think by this point, he was, like, pissed off. And he, like, aggressively reached in. And he he grabbed the bag of chips. Finally, he had it in his grasp at long last. And he, like, pulled them out so fast and aggressively that the chips... The, it was, like, a bag of ruffles. And they, like, ripped open. And all of a sudden, you just see chips all over the floor, oh right? God. Like, and this man was steaming. Like, meanwhile, we finally had gotten our keys to our rooms after like arguing with the receptionist for like 10 minutes like very passive aggressive exchanges and then the dude just goes up and was like hey bro the vending machine's broken to which the receptionist says and i quote i don't care i don't care and then so then the guy goes to him well then give me my fucking dollar back realized we're like are we in a hotel or a shelter? like we were in like the trap and then like fucking meanwhile the whole time people are coming in and out and people remember people went up to the receptionist was like you saw me fucking 10 minutes ago give me my key bro <laughs> you know? like it was a shit show and was... i was like andrew like 
I'm so sorry. Like, I literally just Googled hotels near me. I had no idea I was taking us to a homeless shelter. I didn't know. No, you're chill. Like, I'm totally happy. Like, I'm just happy to have anywhere to stay. And to be fair, we have had some nice interactions with people in the, ho- in the elevator at the hotel. Like, one nice interaction. So, but, like, anyway, it... And that wasn't the only fucking bad interaction we had in this neighborhood either. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so so we go to like this nice dinner. We we have like this really good Brazilian cuisine. You that know, was we so good. We were vibing. It was great. It, it was it was our moment of happiness throughout these past few hours. Right, it was great. And then we're like, you know what? Let's go to the gas station. And pick up some beers, because that was the only place open that sold them. Yeah, we um, needed some beers after this day. Yeah, we're like, let's bring them back to the hotel, like, we'll chill, and then we'll go to sleep. And we go there, and for some reason, like, the door was locked, and <laughs> it only had yeah. window service. Like, bulletproof freaking glass, like, window service as if it was a bank selling you, like, I don't know, it was weird. Yeah. So the guy in front of us is, like, standing there, and it's so cold outside, and I didn't bring a coat or anything. It's freaking less than 20 degrees in it's New York, so cold and i'm just Single wearing digits. this sweatshirt and this like dinky leather jacket and i'm shivering my ass off yeah and i'm like just making conversation i was just like it's cold it's so cold and then the guy in front of us yeah he was like <laughs> he just goes like mel's just cold as fuck like in, in line behind the sky for the window like she just goes it's so cold and then he just goes yeah, it's fucking cold. And this dude's taking forever. And then he starts, like, banging on the window of the, like, for the teller. Like, slamming the, like, metal, like... He's like, hurry the fuck up! Yeah. He goes, like, hurry the fuck up, bro! And, like, he starts, like, slamming on the glass. Like, like me and Mel are just both like, okay. Wait, this whole time, though, like, Andrew's... Has Andrew has his AirPods in and he's on the phone with his parents, just trying to like make it sound like everything's okay. I'm like, guys, it's fine. There's a little <laughs> delay, but like, don't worry. The and then meanwhile, in the background, he's just going, "Yeah, hurry the fuck up, bro." Where the fuck is my beer? <laughs> and we're both just like, "Okay, it's fine. It's okay. It's okay." <laughs> that, was like, that was like the theme of the day. It's okay. It's gonna be okay. Literally the amount of times I said that today, that was like the same vibes as like when the dude in the lobby was like, well, give me my fucking dollar back then. I was like, let's go to the elevator now. Let's leave the lobby now. <laughs> oh my God. So that's kind of. That was the, our day. That was our day. We got our beers and though we're back in yeah. our hotel room, my bags in Chicago. Um, and I really hope, even after being on hold with the airline for three hours, um, no resolution, uh, the, like, the four agents that I talked to didn't know, they are like, well, that's kind of... Do you want to call again, like, tonight? No, not tonight. I'll, when we go to the airport tomorrow, if we have, like, a layover, maybe I'll go to, like, the desk and talk. But, I mean, what can... It's okay. Luckily, I have, like, a GPS tracker on it, and I can see. Mm-hmm. Um, and even more luckily, I have all of my, like, really important valuables with me. So it's it's fine. But all things considered, you know, it could have been worse. could have been worse. Um, mm-hmm. 
and hopefully by the time we record uh <laughs> the second segment we'll be in mexico city yeah we'll get there soon we'll be there tomorrow afternoon if all goes to plan and it'll all work out yeah i'm sure it'll be fine it's just holy shit man what a day what a just what a like week of i know oh we didn't even talk about the sim cards <laughs> like that seems so minor now yeah i know it's like it doesn't even feel worth mentioning it's literally not worth mentioning <laughs> all i just forgot something at home sim cards and we had them mailed to mexico so yeah i feel like whatever could have went wrong today kind of did yeah but... it was like in every moment like you were just like really again yeah even when we got to this hotel it was a mission just checking in yeah just checking in it was like simple things that should go smoothly like checking into a hotel or like calling an uber like everything everything. was went wrong or like wasn't smooth but but i think that you know we're both very um very we we take things as they come you know mm-hmm. we're not gonna freak out when every minor thing goes wrong because mm-hmm. if if we were like that that would have made today unbearable then yeah seriously like seriously. then that wouldn't work you know yeah but you know we take it as it comes and like it'll be fine and we'll get there and we'll have all these experiences once we're there but totally yeah totally 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 yeah, yeah we'll get there and uh we'll get our items and our luggage and um yeah it's gonna be awesome and uh speaking of which this is a great segue um in the next segment uh right after the break we'll talk all about our plans for our huge central america slash somewhat south american trip latino america We have big plans. Big plans. So don't go anywhere. (laughs) After the break. We'll be back after the break.